Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the breakfast huddle with Adrian Abraham and Ryan Huang. Time now to discuss the top market moving headlines that investors will be paying attention to and its potential implications. Ryan, it is now time for the breakfast brief. Yeah, I think what's going to be in focus in the coming day will be the FOMC minutes. And this was something watched for very closely. This, of course, recap of the meeting three weeks ago where we had Fed officials raising rates by the most in nearly 20 years. And that was a 50 basis point hike. And that, of course, to address the rising inflationary pressures. So looking at the minutes, we pretty much have it going according to the script where we had the Fed officials largely endorsing the need for more 50 basis point hikes over the next couple of meetings and also saying they will give policymakers flexibility afterwards if they need to do even more. So you've got that playing out according to expectations and that seemed to lift markets. They didn't get any nasty surprises and that is a positive lead for the rest of the Asian trading day. So looking a bit deeper, you have policymakers seeing the um, need to raise rates quickly if needed to tackle inflation. Not only the policymakers see the need to increase benchmark borrowing rates by 50 basis points, they also say, no, we might need more of those down the road. So they are just showing the willingness to move towards that neutral stance and they are targeting a 25 to 2.75% rate by the end of the year, which is what the market is expecting. So that's uh, what is on the meetings and worth noting, the meetings mentioned the word inflation 60 times. So that's how much importance they are just looking at this narrative thing out all the supply chain issues and also the tighter margin policy that could be playing out in the coming quarters will be what investors will be digesting supply chain issues seems like a conversation we're having every day it's almost like which country is next. Let's move over to China. According to Li Keqiang, he said that China's economy is faring worse in some respects than in 2020. We already know that Shanghai, Beijing and other parts of China are going through incredibly, you know, a difficult period in regards to the lockdown. Uh, so what do you make of his statement? I guess the statement comes as no surprise because we have been seeing those signs, those indicators of China slowing down. Mm. But I think it's worth noting that you are seeing policymakers come out in in a very short window. In fact, uh, earlier this week, he was also making news for talking about the economy. And it's about how policymakers are recognizing or acknowledging that China is slowing down and is willing to do more to support the policy, the, to support the sectors that are badly hit and support the economy where they need to. So what we have in the latest headlines is uh, Li Keqiang, Premier Li Keqiang, having an emergency meeting with state-owned enterprises and financial firms and talking about the need to reduce joblessness and keep growth in a reasonable range. And he's pledged to mitigate the impact of the country's COVID-0 policy. And one of his quotes, economic indicators in China have fallen significantly and difficulties in some aspects and to a certain extent uh, are greater than what the epidemic hit China severely in 2020. So he's saying you know, things are worse in some cases 
than back when COVID came around. So that is quite a bit of a, I guess, wake-up call for other policymakers to, hey, this is actually getting worse than they thought. And maybe they need to do more. So just to rewind back to earlier in the week, he was outlining 33 support measures on Mm. Monday to help businesses. And this includes additional tax reductions for car purchases and also giving local governments the leeway to do more to spend and by raising also bonds for infrastructure and more details to come about what they can receive in terms of help. So all to the tune of $21 billion of additional tax reductions plus maybe even more to come. So this is something to watch out for to perhaps boost the Chinese markets which have been slumping in recent weeks. Yeah, positive news uh, coming out of China. Also in the news is Elon Musk. Um, At the start of the show, I did mention how um, Twitter was on the rise. But now Elon Musk is planning a 24-hour Tesla restaurant for Hollywood. Yeah, I wonder if there's a day where we won't talk about Elon Musk. So he's in the news again for planning a 24-hour restaurant. So it's quite ingenious if you think about it, right? Strategically, you you need to charge your electric vehicle, Yes. And maybe you can go to a drive-in diner, you know, park your car, charge it, and at the same time, you get served a movie plus some milkshakes, and you're pretty much stuck there just spending money and charging your car. So that's, the, I think, the grand plan that he's got underway. So this comes with the news that he has submitted documents to the city of Los Angeles for a Tesla diner that will open 24 hours, mm. and this would be in the Santa Monica Boulevard in Hollywood. So this will involve a drive-in movie theater, 20, a 28-stall supercharging station. It will be a two-story diner with over 200 seats, both indoors and outdoors, and there will be two tall LED movie screens. The food will be delivered to cars. I think it will take off. Should they open up one here? I think there is a demand for all things Elon Musk. So All not? things Elon Musk, like you said. I don't think there will be a day where we don't talk about him. Anything else that you've been tracking Ryan today? Yeah, of course, in the coming day, a couple of things we can also watch out for. One will be the first Eurasian Economic Union Forum. So the Eurasian Economic Union is Russia's answer to the European Union. They are holding a heads of state summit for the Central Asian state leaders and Vladimir Putin is expected to take part. So we'll be watching out to see if he will give any signals on the Ukraine war and also a policy meeting by the Bank of Korea where we are expecting a rate hike of 25 basis points to 1.75%. This is off the back of inflation in April rising for a second straight month to 4.8%. This will be the highest since October 2008 and it will be a back-to-back rate hike for the Bank of Korea. So that's what's coming up. And on earnings front, Alibaba, Costco, Dollar General, Gap and Workday will be reporting their numbers. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, you know, all of those meetings and conversations. Keep it right here on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.